Bob's you in management. Can I invite people like that? I'm sure. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, Dean's Clarence, sorry, I was obviously in my office before coming on air. So, what's wrong with Candy? Candy was really sick since Thursday last week, and then we were getting a little worried, and we called out the the mobile vet and and the mobile oh, vet no. possibly pancreatitis. Oh, no. uh, let's watch it, watch it. She got progressively worse over the weekend, and then she went into the other vet, and she had overnight, and she's never been away from us. No. And this is overnighting in a vet's practice with no humans around. So we were in a two stand. I can imagine. Uh, but we had each other. To comfort Aww. each other, uh, she had nothing, so we were kind of worried about and her now? yesterday. Well, she came out yesterday afternoon, okay. and um, she's—they uh, found a little growth on on the spleen, and we're going to watch okay. it. Okay. Um, but but she's just happy to be back, and of I think just given her experience, is. she'll never be ill again. I think so. <laughs> Yeah, so we were happy, it's and I put in my kangaroo pouch Aww. yesterday, walked on the beach, and she was smiling. Aww. She was just happy, Aww. doggy. I'm so glad she's home. Yeah, no. I'm sh oh, goodness. Terrible when they have to go overnighting. Yeah, and, and her first time. Terrible. I mean, in her entire she's like, life. She's like an animal dog, you know. She's the one that rolls in the pool. Toffee, oh, yes. Toffee is the, the human one. Okay, is the okay so she's one. more of an animal one. She's an animal one. She's uh, my dog, and I'm uh, a human. Yes. So we kind of. Yes, I know the difference. <laughs> Not between you and the dog. <laughs> Toffee and candy. <laughs> right. So a lot of sweet dogs in your house. No, absolutely. And candies. And I think the story is so special because wifey doesn't look at the pictures. She wants to hear the story. And the most, the worst story is the one that she will kind of oh, respond goodness. to. And she's literally driven hundreds of kilometers for both of those dogs I to go and imagine. rescue them. Uh, so they rescues and. Oh, of uh, course. I mean, oh, and they've landed with their bums in the butter. In the butter. Absolutely. Or the poo. Yeah, Depending if you're candy or toffee. And the Egyptian cotton as well. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first story is trending on social media at the moment, and that is Kuro. And this is because Kuro, which is one of the private schools, uh, schools group, um, so one of their schools, uh, it's in North Riding, it's Cooper College, is making the news. News 24 published an article about the shocking matric results that they have got. This is, of course, despite the fact that the Curo College costs parents over 100,000 rand a year. Um, but in this case, only 11 of the 23 pupils who sat for the 2023 Cambridge International AS level exams at Cooper College in Joburg failed. Um, a total of 11 of the 23 pupils failed. Sorry, I think I said that wrong. Um, so I was obviously doing a bit of digging because I don't have kids and I'm not really, I don't, I'm not up to speed on what the difference between what the normal matrix write. So the Cambridge International AS level is the equivalent of the other normal matric. It is a one-year matric uh, course, <laughs> qualification. You write the exam at the end. It's obviously moderated by the, the independent uh, board who who um, obviously oversees that, the IEB. And, you know, just to say in context, the IEB results are something like, what's it, like 98% of pupils who are in the independent school system who write those, those matric equivalent qualifications pass. So for half the pupils in this particular college to have failed is terrible. And this is the News 24 article. It obviously will be taken further um, there were three pupils who uh, wrote the – they have an A-levels one as well. That's And I was having to read this. That's the two-year 
which when you pass that at the end is the equivalent of a first-year university. So they actually passed. But the vast majority of that small school wrote the one-year uh, qualification, and as I said, only 11. Um, it is an indictment on the brand, is it not? It is. So the the head of the school, the executive head, Julia Carmichael, did send an email to the parents in on the 19th of January, kind of explaining all the things they were going to fix, um, but um, and which parents felt was sort of almost casting blame on the pupils, saying they were going to they were going to um, improve the, the the workflow and a whole lot of things. But parents who were interviewed in this article say that they have been concerned about lack of teachers for certain subjects for a while, things like maths and science. And the one parent said that his son had done brilliantly in the IGCSE year, which is the equivalent of grade 11, now was in grade 12, and had actually failed in all these important subjects that he was doing, which were to set him up for his what he wanted to do at university, engineering. And he said he didn't take his child out because he didn't want to upset him in his matricula, mm. but his daughter was in grade 10, he took her out and moved her to another school and he's very happy with that decision I just think, you know, parents often sacrifice a lot mm. to send children private to a private education. school, and if you're sending your child to a private school and they are failing, and especially a school with that small amount of pupils I mean, I would have expected them to, to do brilliantly, so one of the things that's been pointed out allegedly is the issue around a lack of teachers in mm. certain subjects. Um, let's see what what transpires. Um, no it is definitely a knock to the Kura. I'm sure people listening are going to say, that "I'm, you know, you know." I'm sure a lot of people here, their kids maybe go to Kura schools and they've had wonderful results. I'm not saying this is all Kura schools. I'm just talking about Cooper College in North Riding and in Johannesburg. Maybe you don't want your kid to have that same experience. You know, maybe there's yeah. an issue here. I mean, there's definitely something wrong with that school. Hmm. Um, and I don't think you can just pass the buck onto the Absolutely. pupils. Quality control. Correct. And whatever the issue is, it should have been sorted out before this, these shocking results. Yeah. Yeah, so that's trending. And then the other thing that is definitely trending is this huge war going on online or debate. Um, the Oscar nominations were released or were just released. And... The Barbie movie did get quite a few nods, but two categories that were not given the nod was the Best Actress category, so Margot Robbie, who played the title role of Barbie, and the director, Greta Gerwig, who got absolute, um, you know, lauded for her direction of the Barbie movie and has, for a previous movie she's directed, was not given the nod for the Oscar nomination in the director's category. And there's a huge amount of articles and opinions being being put up online about, you know, the sort of irony of, you know, the fact, um, and I'm going to quote from one opinion piece on a CNN article by Sarah Stewart. She says, patriarchy is baked into every aspect of our culture and it's, it's exhaustingly hard for women to get a fair shake. And she says, like, the irony that this is actually the theme of the Barbie movie and the director and the actress don't get the nod and you know, she, it was actually, I mean, there's a line here which I just can't quite find now. And she was just saying that's 
that's almost like the irony of it, you know, that um, there's, I, I haven't seen the movie. I'm desperate to see it. I've only heard absolute rave reviews, but I never went to the big screen and now I see it streaming on Apple TV, which I don't have. So I might have to sign up for a month to see a few things there. But don't you get a month free? <laughs> uh, may, exactly. <laughs> but this is the irony of the story is that this is the very thing that the movie addresses. And then they kind of don't actually. But get I don't think that's the criteria. It's so not the criteria. It's but a good the point, but it's not the criteria. Yeah. So in the movie, um, because I haven't seen it, I don't want to just kind of quote mm. things. One of the characters actually does get some nomination and says something um, which relates to this. I deserved it, she said. In the movie, she goes, you know, she gets nominated or an award for a screenplay or something, and she stands and she goes, I deserve it, which is kind of also a nod to how few female directors mm. have actually been given Oscar nominations and Oscar awards in the 90-something years of the Oscars um, existence, that yeah. it was only after 50 years, I think, that a female... Um, uh, the pianist. What was the movie? Um, what was the 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 director's name? She. Jo, um, oh God, so it's just gone out of my head. She was nominated or won an award for directing that movie. That was like, I think, in the nineties. You know what I mean? It was many decades after its existence that the first female ever won for director. And they saying in a lot of the articles that there's always one. So you'll get like one of the best movies, you'll get one female director nomination, and all the rest are males. But there's never a, a year where you get more than one female nominated in that category. Yeah. Anyway, but again, I mean, just, if, if, you, if you are saying, or if they are saying that it deserves an Oscar nomination. They are saying that. They are absolutely saying that. I also want to say something. The Barbie movie was nominated as, the mo as a movie, um, the, the, the best movie nomination, like Oppenheimer was. But both the male actor and director of Oppenheimer have been nominated. But the mm, female okay. lead, she was, and, and they're saying, there is no Barbie movie without um, both those people. Um, you. you know, and so how can you nominate this as the best movie, but you don't nominate these key? And Ryan Gosling, who plays the role of Ken, he um, did get nominated as a support in the supporting role, and he actually has gone uh, gone online and said, um, you know, how can you do that? He said, you know, the, the I mean, happy as he is to get the nomination, he just said. The movie was, he said, there is no Ken without Barbie, which is kind of also one of the points of the movie. <laughs> you know, Barbie I'm just, was I'm just good, Ken. but I'm Oppenheimer Ken. was better. That's Oppenheimer fine. decimated the Barbie movie. Okay, I mean, and it's, I, and it's not a man's point of view, it's a woman's no, point of view. No, I get that. I mean, I haven't seen, I don't think they're the same, yes, but it's not, doesn't mean you can't both be nominated. Yeah, I, 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 I hear what you're saying. Anyway, different wait. kinds yeah. of movies, might I add. Yeah, but I think it's an important debate. Anyway, I'm just saying this is a debate online. I don't. I'm not giving you my opinion. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. But I'm saying like it's causing this great stir online, and because the movie dealt with that issue, it's almost like having layers of irony. Sure. And okay, take us to Hard Bay. Yeah, I just, I am, I just adore the Simonstown Boat Company posts on their Facebook page, and I have spoken about them in the past a few times. But yesterday's photographs taken in Hart Bay where the whale season is in full swing and I know some people were commenting on the post and saying isn't the whale season over and they replied in the false bay area it is coming to an end but in Hart Bay it's actually in full swing they offer these amazing boat tours where you can go onto the boats and get up close and personal with these whales and they showed the humpback whale action in the bay they encountered um, 
this big group of up to 100, over 100 uh, feeding animals. And uh, pro- these photographs are phenomenal. And I just feel so envious that I'm not out there in one of those boats watching these animals. I mean, I mean, breaching whales. I mean, look here, um, Clarence. I mean, these. Oh, wow. They really are wow pictures. And they always take amazing pictures. Um, I mean, look how close they are, up close and personal. So, I mean, I just wanted to say to people, if you... Um, is it can, an abnormal season or is that a no, normal season? No, I mean, they're saying that it is actually still the season in that particular area. And um, you know, people are commenting. It's had a lot of likes and shares and comments. And people are just saying, absolutely mind-blowing. Um, someone wrote here, the whales were going absolutely crazy over the past couple of weekends. Could see them off Chapman's Peak. Looked amazing. People saying, whale season ends around November, but you do get these... Um, stragglers. <laughs> stragglers. Um, but the Simonstown Boat Company replied to that and said, that's true of Hermanus and False Bay, but the West Coast enjoys a suspended migration and whales stay until March and some don't migrate at all. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, Dave Hurwitz, who runs that company, is an amazing guy. And he's so knowledgeable about these things. And he runs such a great company. And those t- those boat rides, I've never been on one, but it is one of my dreams. And, um, yeah, people are just commenting about that there are so many whales around at the moment. But, you know, I would ima- I would say if you want to go, go soon. You know, while they're definitely around. And, um, sure, just, I mean, just amazing, amazing, amazing. Uh, I think it also suggests there's food in the bay. Well, obviously, and that there's looks a pot of over a hundred of them feeding. Wow! Yeah. Thank you. That is Bob's one.